Hi, my name is John Petty, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. I've entitled this episode, Life Skills. Looking back on my childhood, it seems like I was always doing something. During the school week, it was pretty routine. School, come home, homework, dinner, an hour of TV and off to bed, and then repeat Monday through Friday. Weekends, as I've stated, there was Saturday morning shopping. There was also chores I had to do around the house. But it seemed like every other moment, there was something that I was with my mother doing something. She was showing me how to do something. And that kept me away from doing a lot of stuff that I wanted to go out and do, such as play with friends, run around in the yard, do whatever. Anyway, one of the things that my mother did after my father passed away was she uh, was a seamstress. And so she took in sewing work in her house. People came over and she did alterations and everything for friends and clients. One of the other things she did was she made basically all my sister and my clothes. I would tell you everything but socks, underwear, belt, and shoes, everything else, pants, shirts, uh, jackets, everything my mother made. I remember one time while I was in elementary school, I told my mother that I wanted to go out and get a pair of Levi's jeans because all the other boys had Levi's jeans. And she asked me, well, what made them Levi's? And I told her, well, there's this little red tag on the rear pocket, and they have this uh, V sewn into the rear patch pockets of the jeans. She said, that's it? And I said, yeah. Well, the next day I had a pair of jeans with a little red tag and V's stitched into the uh, back pockets. So my own personalized knockoff Levi's jeans. But it was more than just getting knockoff Levi's jeans. I accompanied my mother to the cloth shops and she wanted me to stay close to her and, and watch what she was doing. When she came home with cloth, if it was for for me, she wanted me to be at her side and watch as she laid out the patterns for, let's say, a shirt, and watch how she did it, how she lined up the fabric, how she matched the fabric, how the pattern was attached to the fabric, and when she cut it out. Then she would have me sit beside her at the sewing machine and watch how she did it. Now, she didn't trust me at the sewing machine, but she wanted me to see how to do stuff. The other thing was, if there was something like a a button fell off my shirt or something like that, she would show me how to reattach the button, and the next time it happened, well, here, do it yourself. Do that. In addition to that, I had to learn how to do the laundry, and doing laundry, obviously, white fabrics versus the color ones, keeping them separate so we didn't end up with pink everything. We did not have a clothes dryer, so one of my responsibilities was to hang out the wash. And there was a certain way that my mother wanted the wash done. So knew how to do laundry. I knew how she wanted things hung on the laundry lines. When the laundry was brought in, I was taught how to iron. 
and the proper way to iron and how to move the the shirts or pants or whatever around on the ironing board and do that. So then when you were done with the ironing, how to put things up, how to fold, where to put things, and, and how to handle things. When the monthly bills came due, she had me sit beside her as she wrote out the checks, and she taught me how to fill out checks at a at a very early age. I can tell you, and I think it was in eighth grade, one of the classes, they had something about how to write checks and write out numerals in longhand to fill out a check. And other kids in the class were struggling with it. I had probably been doing this for, let's see, an eighth grader's 13. So I had probably been doing this for about six years. So that day it was just old hand to me that the when the teacher was trying to teach other kids how to write out numerals and write out the word, you know, 11 and everything like that. Anyway, in addition to writing out checks, we lived about four or five blocks from downtown area of our town. And she had me literally walk downtown with the bills and either a check or in sometimes cash and would have me go to the gas company, go to the phone company, pay the water bill, and I would walk in and in some cases couldn't even see the top of the counter and would hand the bill and if I was dealing in cash, get the money back. My mother, before uh, she married my father, had been a head teller at a local bank. And as head teller, she had learned there was a proper way to handle money and order money. And I was told, this is the way you count the money. This is the way you they're done. And yes, to this day, if I have cash in my pocket, all the bills are lined up facing the same way. And they are ordered in ways of denomination just like my mother taught me when I was a child. That lesson has not been forgotten. In addition, she would bring me into the kitchen and show me how to cook. Not We're not talking uh, souffles or anything, but rudimentary things, how to cook eggs, how to scramble eggs, how to make pancakes. Pretty simple stuff. One item she taught me, how to do, which I distinctly remember, um, that I wanted to go out and play that day, but my mother was making some large egg dish for, you know, maybe it was some church function or something, I don't know. But she needed to break a, at least a dozen eggs. And the lesson that day was her teaching me how to crack an egg one-handed and I was not allowed to go outside and play until I could successfully crack eggs one-handed. Now if you ask me today to do it I can't do it but for whatever reason she thought that was an important skill to know was how to crack an egg with with one hand. So here I am this young kid and I'm learning how to cook and scramble eggs and break eggs one-handed 
how to do laundry properly, how to how to iron, how to write checks, how to pay bills, how to sew, how to sew buttons back on, proper way to lay out a pattern for making clothes. And every time my mother was doing something and I heard her call to me and say, come here, I'm sure there was a little light that went off in my head saying, what now? What what new thing am I going to have to do? What new thing am I going to have to learn? Well, it was years later that I learned the why. And this is something that has stuck with me. Whenever I see a situation I don't understand, I don't focus on the what. I ask why. I learned, as I said, I learned the why later. Talking with my mother, before, obviously before she passed, I found out the why. My mother was terrified that my sister and I would be left orphans if she passed away. What she was doing with all these activities, she was attempting to get life skills into me so that neither my sister or I would be what she considered helpless, that we would be able to take care of ourselves, that we would be able to cook, we would be able to do laundry, we'd be able to mend clothes, that we knew the proper way to pay bills, that we would be somewhat self-sufficient. I also learned that she had a plan that we weren't going to become wards of the state or be sent to an orphanage, but there was one of my father's uh, relatives that she had planned, if she had passed, that we were to go live with. But obviously her plan was that we weren't going to be that much of a burden to anybody, that we were going to be able to basically do a lot of stuff for ourselves. That She was not going to just dump two small children in somebody's lap and say, here, they're yours now. But it, it's just fascinating to me to think that she was doing all this with, with a definite plan in mind to get all these life skills to us. And I feel very, very fortunate that she had that plan and did those things. And a lot of the skills that she gave my sister and I, we still have. No, I don't iron clothes today, but I know how. No, I don't sew my own clothes today, but I know how to sew a button on. And I can definitely look at a pattern for a, a shirt to be made and I know how to pick out a pattern and know how to go and I can talk to a seamstress about how I would like something made for me as I recently have had done. But all in all, I consider myself very fortunate, blessed, some might say, that I had a mother so loving and caring that she wanted to impart this knowledge to my sister and I. I feel very, very fortunate, and I was blessed to have a mother so caring, even though at the time 
All I saw was the what and not the why. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode.